Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have our mailbag episode. We skipped a week last week, no mailbag last week, but got some good questions this week. Starting to get some more about trades and actually who to start and stuff like that as we get closer to the season. So less about keepers. We don't really get those questions anymore. So but we'll keep answering all the questions we got for you guys. Anything you can ask us, we'll definitely answer. Have the mailbag, you know, going all year long probably. I think we might have an episode a week kind of a thing just for all your questions and everything like that. Before we get into that, make sure you check us out on Twitter. Brett the FF Profit. Fantasy Football Profit is our Instagram fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com is the website. You can go check out all of our rankings, especially if you have a draft coming up this weekend. And if you have any questions, send us an email, fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. All right, Jeff, let's get right into it today. Alex asks us, what are some good running backs to target between rounds three and five? And there's actually some good ones in there. feels like wide receivers, if you look at ADP, some of these wide receivers are starting to jump up ahead of these mid-tier running backs, which I don't necessarily agree with myself, personally. I don't think. If anybody listens to our podcast, I think they know we've been running back heavy. So I think you still go running back, but list off some of the names here and see who you would be targeting. ADP-wise, let's go 12-team. The first guy, ADP-wise, in a 12-team goes Marshawn Lynch, Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Miller, Isaiah Crowell, then Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, those guys right there. Who are you targeting out of that group? Lynch, McCaffrey, Miller, Crowell, Cook, Mixon. Ooh, well, That's basically the third round guys right now. I like them all. I, th- I mean, I think my number one out of that group would be Crowell. Yeah. Um, I think he has very high side. I think he's very safe. Um, I, I like what he did last year with a very bad Browns team. I don't know if they're going to be that much better, but at the same time, I think he's a very, very good guy to – I mean, I would be very, very happy if he was my running back number two. Yeah. Um, but to tell you the truth, every single one of those guys has pretty good value. So That's not bad. If they're going third round, I no, like it. I like yeah. all of those. Even Lamar Miller, right, Jeff? Come on. Even Lamar Miller? I know you're not, yeah. you're not a Lamar Miller guy, but... He would probably be one of the later ones in that group. You wouldn't completely hate yourself if you got him in the third. Second, yes. Late end, no. third. It no, wouldn't be... You wouldn't be necessarily happy, but if he was the guy left and you needed a running back... As your second running back, yeah, okay, I can. Oh, deal absolutely, with it. and like I said, there's always a price where I would take someone. Lamar Miller, not a big fan, but at the yeah. same time, as a third third round guy, my second running back, I'd be I'd be happy with that. I'd be fine. Looking at this though, ADP wise and the way it's going, I like to go running back, obviously first round, but second round it could make me lean wide receiver, unless I get like. I, what I think is a very top-end running back still there, but it could make me lean wide receiver if these are the guys I can get for my second. I'd feel more comfortable with it maybe than before. It's still, I can't say for sure. I don't like to pin down, you have to do this, 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 because it changes every draft. You don't really know what's going to happen, but I'd look more at wide receiver maybe if there's somebody really good in the second round if you think you can get one of these guys. So That's but, true, but I mean, in the second round, you're probably looking at the back end of that top 10 running true. back. Yeah. So, I mean, would you rather have a wide receiver? It depends on what wide receiver, of, I guess. And then, yeah, and then one of those guys, or would you rather have Fournette and then a little lesser of a wide receiver? I would still go Fournette. Yeah, me too. It's tough. Yeah. I have been, We did our listener leagues. 
this past past weekend, if any of any the listener, any of the people in the league are listening, we did. I did two of them. Jeff did one of them. I think we both went running back, running back in the first and second round, and it, people I think expected and they kind of had an idea what we were going to do. We both went McCoy in one draft and turned it around. It's just, I mean, we talked about McCoy all the time. We got the fourth pick. Both of us did. So it was how we did it. I was actually cracking up. But yeah. Just as soon as you know we were picking McCoy, <laughs> people were like, "Oh, I can't believe that they picked McCoy." Was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and if anybody from the listener leagues listen to this one, we will get a podcast about you guys coming up here. Not this week, but coming soon. Probably every week we'll be talking about listener leagues. We got five listener leagues out there, plus a listener dynasty league. So we will definitely be talking about it. And actually, I just had this idea in my head: we still could do one more draft. There's time. Listener auction league. Hey, if you're listening, auction league, eh, get at me. Maybe tell me if there's enough interest. I might do one. Maybe we'll both be in one. Oh, you don't want that, Craig. That'd be interesting because another reason too. I'd like to almost get a feel for an auction redraft. When's the last time we did an actual real auction redraft? We've done auction keepers. That would be a lot of fun, actually. So maybe we'll get that going. I, I really like that idea. I think we we have time. Season doesn't start yet. Oh, I say we do a, close, a twelve league and we each a twelve team league. We each have our own. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, email us, send us a message on Twitter, Instagram. Maybe we'll do this. this we, be, we should. It should be for only the people listening, though. Yeah. I feel like we always post it on Instagram. That's what I'm saying. If you're yeah, listening to this, those and you guys hear are this. great as well. But I feel like this one should go out to you guys first. I think it's a good mix. But if you're definitely just listening to this, get 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 at us. We'll get you. We'll, we're going to do an auction league here. We'll talk about it next week. How it went. All that good stuff. Maxwell asks us, is Gronk a better pick now that Edelman is down? And is Amendola possibly worth a late pick? We talked about this a lot yesterday's episode. You actually think this helps Hogan more than probably anything. Gronk, sure. I think Gronk was going to be as good as he's going to be. If he's healthy, he's going to be great. It could, I mean, Gronk could pick up a couple extra targets off this, especially maybe the way he plays. But I don't think Gronk is as good as he is. He's still going to get targets no matter what. Yeah, I feel like he was the number one option yeah. in that offense when he was healthy. I don't think that necessarily shifts at all. And um, Amendola on that one, maybe he's worth a late flyer, but I actually, I would say no. I don't think that's going to improve his numbers enough to where he's viable in any sort of league. Yep. Um, so no. And once again, I, yeah, I think I think Hogan is the one that takes a huge step up, and then maybe some of the more pass catching uh, running backs. Deion Lewis, someone like that might be a little more worthwhile a flyer than an Amendola in my mind. Yeah, I agree. Next question is, grouping these together, it's going to be the same. Could Amendola possibly worth, be worth a late-round pick now that Adam Edelman is out for the season? No. You see, and it's, this is what the people, people are thinking. It's Amendola is getting a lot of the talk here, so... And we already, yeah, we did talk about this on the listen, podcast. Yeah, listen to yesterday's show, too. We, we go, go into this quite a bit. I, I think it's a, a false equivalence. I think they look at him and they think he's the same type of player as Edelman, which you're not completely wrong at. But at the same time, he was he was there. I mean, he was healthy. He could have done more in that offense, and he didn't. Good. So uh, I, I don't see that really shooting him up anywhere. Danny asks, is it worth it to have two QBs in a 10-man PPR league, especially since I have Andrew Luck and Philip Rivers. <laughs> With that, yes. yes. With that, those two, definitely. Because well, you, you need one if you have Luck. Yeah, right you now. have to. And I'm never a big two QB guy, but there are times and situations where I'm okay with it. If you can get really good value, not I don't want you to have a second QB and that second QB to be Andy Dalton 
or Tyrod Taylor, those kinds. That I don't want that to be my second QB. If you're getting another guy that has potential to be a top guy, sure, that's different. And it also depends on who you're drafting him over. If you're drafting him over, you know, something that actually could be worthwhile, no. I, but the thing is, I don't like having the second QB. I'm saying this, I do have two QBs on our main league. I don't, I, <laughs> well, who are they, though? Russell Wilson's my top guy, and I picked Stafford. Because I still think, I've talked about this months ago now, Stafford, I feel like if there's a player in the league that could have that leap like Matt Ryan did last year, I think it's Stafford. Well, so I want to see, I don't, I want to see that if that happens. And Wilson, are the, is he going to get hit by the injury bug again? I think he's going to be back to what he used to be. But if he's not, and he looks more like first half Russell Wilson from last year, I need another option. So, and I'm just, you know, Stafford being the highest paid player in the NFL means he's you, the best. Yeah, obviously. So he should make that big jump. Mm-hmm. I get that, and I think it, it does matter who that number one is. So if, if you were starting quarterback, as Roethlisberger said, who has a long history of you know being hurt and really being excellent at home and kind of mediocre away, yep. then yeah, have two. There's no problem with that. Just know that you're sacrificing having someone else on your bench. So yep. if they're kind of like the same person, or if, yep. you're, if you're streaming, you kind of almost have to, right? Because you're plan ahead of ahead of time so look farther into the future than just the next week and say hey this guy has a string of weeks coming up that would be great to have him and then you know do it that way but if i have someone if i have like brady or someone i'm not going to keep a second guy unless i just get an absolute steal like you know i have cousins or car drop in my lap and then maybe i'd grab them and you could still trade them i mean all right rjg asks who are some undrafted wide receiver sleepers to pick he said he went running back heavy so he's looking to get some of these guys, mm. these later round wide receivers that maybe were drafted, maybe weren't drafted, those kind of guys. One of them to me, John Brown, he's still being undrafted sometimes. sometimes. Not all the time. Like I've seen him undrafted. I've actually picked him up off the waivers just, just the other week in an Instagram league that I was in. So I did pick him up. He, I think after that game the other day, he had what, two touchdowns off two catches. It gets a little inflated because of it. If he's still out there on waivers, look for him. And then after you get below that, I mean, I've still seen, there's still, Zay Jones isn't getting drafted in every league. He's not Kevin White. I mean, we talked about him. We don't know if he's going to do anything or not, but he's a guy that is, there could be something there. I mean, there's guys like that. Even, I mean, I think Marvin Jones is being drafted in most league, but he's so far down there that maybe he's not. Okay. He, he could be a, you know, Chris Hogan, obviously, with this new news. He's going to be yep. out there in people's waivers. Those are the kind of guys that maybe to look for if, you know, they could be out there. I don't know your league. I don't know your size, anybody's size of the league, whatever, but those kind of guys could be. Yeah, I think you really hit on a lot of guys that I would be probably targeting. Um, yeah. And if, especially if you had an IR, you know, yep. stash Mike Williams away, yep. you know, for the second half of the season, maybe he turns into something. Well, look at John Ross. He's, he's a top 10 pick. And he hasn't done much. He's been hurt, but he's probably going to be out there here. He's a top ten pick in the NFL draft. They're still there. It's he is completely overlooked, like hundred percent overlooked. And, and once again, Marquis Lee. I know yeah. he was a sleeper for Craig in the beginning. He's not getting a whole lot of love. Nope. He's still hanging around. Tyler Lockett. Um, if he's healthy, nope. he could finally come to you know be the wide receiver we thought he could have been two years ago. Yep. The problem with all of these guys is you're not exactly sure what they're going to do. And that's why I do like the ones that Craig brought up a moment ago um, early on. When you're talking about Marvin Jones, you know he's going to be somewhat productive. Um, so he's a great pick. And then obviously, 
um, uh, John Brown, who yep. when healthy looks very, very good. And another one, I think he's picked in most of them, but he's a little bit later. So if Corey Coleman is still around for if, any reason. If Corey Coleman's out there, pick him up right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm really starting to become on the, get on the Corey Coleman bandwagon right. here. So I like him a lot. All right. Then one, another next question here is another wide receiver sleeper question. So we'll get right to it. It's Jay Mason asks us, who's the biggest sleeper at wide receiver? So this isn't necessarily undrafted. This is just sleeper. And I have a hard time with sleeper with the sleeper title because players who maybe were a sleeper, like we lift, they might listen, but they might be more of a breakout type guy. No, they're not a sleeper in anyone's mind. Mm-hmm. Devontae Parker is not a sleeper anymore. They're, I mean, no, in what way? All. He's completely not. In years past, he probably would have been kind of a sleeper. So maybe, man, this is a tough one because everyone I just feel is so just known about. Maybe Corey Coleman is that guy in a way because he's still people know him, but no one's really on a huge Corey Coleman thing this year, right? Have you heard? I mean, there's a little talk of him, but it's not massive. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. I've been I've really also, turned around. It. I was just saying, yeah, I also never known it. I would consider him the wide receiver one. I don't know if it's technically him or Britt, yep. but I've never known a wide receiver one to be a sleeper, but he would be a good. He's, he's actually ranked behind Britt, but ADP wise, he's not. Yeah. He's a two spots ahead of Britt. But maybe for me, it's like John Brown, Corey Coleman, like we just talked mm-hmm. about, but those are kind of my sleepers. Because other than that, I mean, who's really a sleeper? Tyrell Williams? Like, not really. I mean, honestly, Randall Cobb. Yeah, <laughs> Can Randall Cobb be a sleeper? He's I, I like I don't see why not because he, he's ranked so low. Can a guy who is that good at one point be a sleeper? But I I still like him. But those are the kind of names. It's tough to say because you can't. I don't consider Devontae Parker's not a sleeper anymore. Willie Steen's not a sleeper anymore. Those kind of guys aren't sleepers. Yeah, so. so what do you think about these two? Um, what do you think about like a Taylor Gabriel? I kind of like him as a sleeper. Deeper. I don't know how much he can actually move up from his numbers last year, but I, I kind of like him. What about um, a, uh, a Devin Fuller, Funches? A Will Fuller. Devin Funches? Will Fuller comes out on fire last year, oh, right? I, and I, no, I would never, I'm never going to bring up Funches. <laughs> we, we all know that. <laughs> but um, Fuller, I, I was never a Fuller fan. No, but he yeah. has a new situation. I, just, sophomore. I was never, never a guy with Fuller. Fuller isn't he? Isn't he hurt? What's what's his deal? Yeah, I think he's hurt right now. But so later on in the year, comes back, kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, how really, many weeks is he going to be gone? That that, that is interesting, though. It is it is interesting. What it was like two or three months. So he'll be back somewhere, you know, early enough in the season. He will be a pickup once he's back. I, I guess my hesitation with him always was the boomer bust. He felt like that kind of guy, but he was a rookie, so. Yeah. Might not might not matter. Maybe I'm completely wrong on it. It seems like he's a one trick pony, but at the same time, that late but getting a guy like him, Mike Williams, like said, those are guys to watch later in the year. You don't pick them up now unless you have a good IR and you can stash them. But then you just kind of watch and watch and pick them up maybe two weeks before they're coming back, not before everyone else realizes it and does yeah. that. That's the that's when you pick them up. I'm also I'm trying to figure out if there's any sort of value on the Jets wide receiving crew. <sighs> Man, the guy, maybe. The, the only guy I'm actually looking at is Ardarius Stewart. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, rookie, very fast. If they're trying to get people, if they're trying to figure out who they can actually use They're going to try him, yeah. 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 And that's where I'm wondering, because I think every, everyone other than that is... Robbie really, Anderson, I think we know. He's just, I don't think he's that much. Yeah, I don't maybe. either. He, he might be worth playing a few weeks, but other than that. And then, obviously, Treadwell would be a very interesting one as well. But I don't think he's going to be able to break into that... Starting we, we even forget about trouble when we're talking about this. Yeah, we, we did. The it's also because he's on Minnesota. <laughs> All right, RJG again. Another question. He says, "I have Shady, Zeke, Gurley, Dalvin Cook, and Doug Martin. <laughs> oh 
Who should I trade away? This is a 12-team PPR league. And who should he target? His wide receivers are Tyreek Hill, Jeremy Macklin, Brandon Marshall, Sammy Watkins. Okay. If you're going to make a trade, you're going to look for a receiver. I don't, I can't, I'm not going to go and say, I don't know who, I don't know team situations or whatever. It's hard to say players to target. You do, you would like a wide receiver. He has, I mean, these receivers, Tyreek Hill's good. PPR-wise, he's not as a PPR, you know, amazing PPR guy. Macklin could be decent. Marshall and Sammy Watkins, I don't know. They're all, they could, they're all okay, but you want one more really probably good guy. Yeah. Who, though, with those running backs, hmm, what I would let's see, Shady, Zeke, Gurley. I don't know how many you can probably start two and play one of the flex. So you can start three of these guys. So you're starting Shady, Zeke, and Gurley probably most weeks. And you got Cook and Martin there. Hmm, that's tough. I don't like trading them away, but who, okay, who, who would you trade out of those? Would you, Cook? You can get the most, I think you can get the most out of Cook in hurt your, in, you're not really going to lessen your running backs that much because you're, he's, you're, he's your fourth. Well, my my issue with that is then, don't want to do it. Then Doug Martin and Zeke are both oh, yeah, suspended yeah. early. That's the problem. So now you're down to so, two so running backs, and the injury happens. You through. you really can't because of the two suspensions. No. So you can later this, on. This not might right. be might be a situation where if someone really really loves Zeke, you might it might be one of those where you trade him away early. You wash your hands. Lot. Yeah, you wash your hands of the the issues that could arise. Get a top. You don't know yet. <laughs> But other than that, um, see, I don't see anyone really trading for Doug Martin right off the bat. But yeah. maybe if you package like a Doug Martin with uh, Sammy Watkins or something like that and go after a top-tier wide receiver, yeah. you could do something like that. Um, but once again, really what you're doing is looking for teams that have no running backs whatsoever, and then you look at who they have at wide receiver. And basically you go after the team that has the deepest wide receiving uh yeah. core that you possibly can find, and then they'll actually be willing to trade with you. Yeah. So I think that's more team-oriented, and it's, because you're not going to be able to go after someone that has Odell Beckham if they don't need a running well, back. What I would do is, you're not doing that now, wait. Wait until at least Doug Martin's back. Because, yeah, I think you have to wait. Because you don't know what he's going to be, what his situation's going to be when he comes back. So you're not going to get to trade Doug Martin right now for anything, probably. So I think you wait. And if he's good, then you have that extra running back, maybe. I, just, I would hold. I would hold. Yeah. I think those wide receivers are good enough. I you're only starting two of them. Yeah. and Probably. Mention, probably. You don't know what Watkins is going to be. You yep. know what I mean? You don't know what Macklin's going to be. And at the same time, if just one of those work out, and then you get a yep. big-time waiver pickup, you're yep. fine anyway. Yep. So I think this is where you hold Pat. You yep. go for the first three weeks or so, and you figure out what's what, and then you can start trading. Yep. And you have, yeah, that's what to do. Uh, we'll just wait. One last question. It's Danny again. He's actually asking, this is a start question, so I don't know if we have, we know yet. we still got a little bit here. we still got another week or so. <laughs> All right. It's a 10-team, it's a PPR league. That is flex. Who would you start? McFadden, Kareem Hunt, Theo Riddick, or Cameron Meredith? Sorry, Danny. Sorry, All right. Danny. Well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel bad for you. No, no, R.I.P. Meredith. All right, so it's McFadden, Hunt, Riddick. Yeah, I know so it's PPR, it's, but I'm not starting Riddick. No, it's McFadden or Hunt, right? Yep. And if – I mean, both of those are very good options to have. I don't know. If it was me, I think as long as I know McFadden is going to get the bulk of the carry, yep. I, I go behind the tried-and-true line, which is Dallas, and know that he's going to do well. Yep. And then if, yep. if Hunt blows up, you know, I, that's, that's okay with me. Now I have another guy 
And then perhaps you can even trade McFadden. Yep, that's exactly what I'm going to do. McFadden is the guy for week one well, yeah. to see what the situation is. Yep. But you don't know anything about Kareem Hunt yet, what he's actually going to do out there. So go McFadden for week one. Sorry about Meredith. You know, you're, heavy, not the, you're not the only one. Heavy heart, guys, heavy heart. It's not the only one out there. But all right, that's it for the mailbag. We will be back tomorrow. I think we're going to do our final mock draft of the year. See what we're going to do. See how much it's changed for us. So. Yep. And one last time, remember to uh, email us. Hit us up on Twitter or Instagram if you want to be in an auction yep. draft league with me and Craig. Our last one we are going to do this season. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. I want to do one of those. I'm actually, I'm really looking forward. We've done a lot of snakes drafts. We are more of we like auction drafts. I a thousand times better. I'm sorry. I love, I love I've loved doing these snake drafts with the, with the listener leagues. It's been great. But I always feel like I'm stuck in a spot where I can't do this. I mean, and guess what? The final mock draft tomorrow is still going to be a snake draft. I was <laughs> pulling my hair out when I was going through that snake draft. I was just hitting spots where I was like, no, nah, I'm either reaching or... We'll do one more tomorrow. God, it was killing me. I but, do like auction better, but auction mocks just don't work. So you can't really do one. I mean, it's... No. If they're crazy. Who knows? It's never, never any draft is the same. So we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.